Welcome to My Best Life Now with Julieta Bjorks, episode number eight. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? It's been a very interesting couple of weeks for me. I have been sick with the flu, pneumonia, the cold, and I have not yet fully recuperated, as you may be able to hear from my voice. But the show must well go on, and although it sounds like I'm still doing terrible, I'm feeling much, much better, thank God. As much as I tried to get this episode out, out to you earlier, I was just not able to get it done, but uh, thank you for your patience. Here I am, and here it is. I'm excited to continue with the five-part series of Reconnecting with Yourself. I am definitely paying attention to myself and reconnecting with me after these past two weeks, let me tell you. In my last episode, which was the first of the series, I talked about meditation. If you haven't heard it yet, look for episode number seven and listen to it today. The second key to connecting with yourself is sleep and exercise. I know we hear a lot about this all the time, but if you are like me, I am a very visual person and I learn better if I can see the complete picture. So by seeing how sleep and exercise make up my overall well-being, I can not only better my understanding as to why it is important for me, but I can also connect it to the final result. Does that make sense? I want to remind you that my main goal of this podcast, My Best Life Now with Julieta Piox, is to provide you with helpful, practical, and useful information that you can use to achieve the fulfilling life that you want. Whatever that means for you, it usually takes us getting in touch with ourselves. I mean, really getting to know ourselves and then getting our thoughts in order before we begin to move forward uh, toward making a positive change in our life. In this episode, I will talk about sleep and exercise as a way to reconnect with yourself. Sleep and exercise is a second in a series of five episodes. I will give you each step with some detail and an action plan to follow if you choose to or simply just listen in and use the content as you need to. If you would like to have the complete guide and follow along, go to my website at www.julietapiox.com and download it for free under the free resources tab. You can use it to write notes and refer back to it after you listen to each episode if you like. Before we get started, I'd like to invite you to join my Facebook page and follow me on Instagram at Julieta Piox Coach. Stay up to date with daily inspirational messages, personal development tips, and ideas on achieving a fulfilling life. Okay, let's get right to it. Topic number two of five, sleep and exercise. You've probably heard that the benefits of getting enough sleep have to do with very important functions in your body like healing and repair of your heart and blood vessels. Did you know that ongoing sleep deficiency is linked to an increased risk of heart disease, kidney disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and stroke? Ouch! Research shows that if you get a good night's sleep, you tend to eat fewer calories, which is really great, you can improve your concentration and productivity, and it is associated with getting in a better workout. Let me share some interesting facts with you about sleep. Poor sleep affects hormones that regulate appetite. Those who get adequate sleep tend to eat fewer calories than those who don't. Longer sleep has also been shown to improve many aspects of athletic and physical performance. 
A study in over 2,800 women found that poor sleep was linked to slower walking, lower grip strength, and greater difficulty performing independent activities. Sleep deprivation can cause prediabetes in healthy adults in as little as six days. Many studies show a strong link between short sleep duration and type 2 diabetes. Poor sleeping patterns are strongly linked to depression, particularly for those with a sleeping disorder. It has been estimated that 90% of people with depression complain about sleep quality. The bottom line, along with nutrition and exercise, good sleep is one of the pillars of health, wouldn't you say? All this to say that you simply cannot achieve optimal health without taking care of your sleep. I have to admit, I have never had a problem with falling asleep. However, I have had several experiences where I am not able to go to sleep or worse yet. How many of you have actually gone to sleep at night only to wake up three hours later in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep? When this happens to me, I sit there and ponder, why am I awake now? What happened? What did I do wrong? Why does this happen to me? Yes, I know, a little dramatic, but it makes me mad. It makes me mad that I can't go back to sleep because I know I will not be able to function the next day. I will be tired. I will not be able to think straight. I will be in a bad mood and my whole biological clock will be all upside down. Now, I know, this only happens to me every once in a while but I know people that this happens to every single night. Before getting too riled up about lack of sleep and go on and on as to why it's so good for you, because frankly, I think you already know that your sleep is really good for you because you crave it all the time. In a little bit, I will give you some tips that have been proven to work to get you to fall asleep and stay asleep longer. But first, let me move on to the importance of exercise as a way to reconnect with yourselves. Physical activity and exercise can have immediate and long-term health benefits. Most importantly, regular activity can improve your quality of life. And isn't that what we're all after? So you know, I don't mean exercise should be one hour every day at the gym doing extraneous activity. Exercise is any movement that makes your muscles work and requires your body to burn calories. Some activities that help you do this are swimming, running, jogging, walking, or dancing. Exercising doesn't only help your physical body, but your brain also. And if you know me a little bit by now, you know I strongly believe that our brain is the most powerful tool we have in our body, so why not exercise it as well? You see, from the very beginning of time, we were made to move around. Many, many, many years ago, we started out in this world hunting for our own food, gathering tools and resources to maintain a safe shelter. We kept ourselves in constant movement just to be able to survive. Well, yeah, but that's like a thousands and thousands of years ago. And things have changed. Haven't you noticed that, Julieta? You're absolutely right. It's been a long time ago. Things have changed dramatically. But one thing remains. Even though times have changed and evolution has taken place, and we don't have to go hunt for our food anymore or try to stay alive or walk ev everywhere or defend ourselves from dangerous animals on a regular basis, even though those times are long gone and the world has changed, our bodies and the way we were made has not. So in a way, 
our bodies got stuck in time. What? Well, let me put it to you this way. Even back 30 years ago, we did not see the health crisis we now have in our country and around the world. In the last 20 to 30 years, we have seen so many new diseases, mental health problems, human development problems than ever before. Now, I know I'm talking about exercise, but if our bodies had evolved at the same time as, say, our technology, science, or medicine, how come we can't be perfectly healthy by just sitting on our couch watching our awesome modern TV sets or playing our latest video games? Or how come our doctors recommend that we take the stairs every once in a while or something so simple like parking your car far away so you can get some steps in? My big question is, why have our bodies not evolved to adapt to all of the new comforts of today and not worry about having to move around? Hmm, think about that for a minute. Shouldn't it be that simple? If our bodies evolved and adapted to our modern times, wouldn't we be a little healthier? But instead, we are sicker, we suffer from more mental health issues, and we are so addicted to taking medication as a nation that according to medicalhelp.net and American Addiction Center's resources, says that the United States represents just 5% of the world's population, but consumes 75% of its prescription drugs. And here is what contributes to the staggering fact, a high rate of mental illness and extremely stressful lifestyles. Let me get back to the importance of exercise to reconnect with yourself. The fact is you are important enough and valuable enough to at least consider the possibility of looking inward and asking yourself, am I taking care of myself so I can contribute to society and live the fulfilling life that I want? Let's listen to some of the benefits exercise will give you immediately. It can help you feel happier. How many of you need to be happier? Exercising regularly can improve your mood and reduce feelings of anxiety and depression. In fact, a study in 24 women who had been diagnosed with depression showed that exercise of any intensity significantly decreased feelings of depression. Another way which exercise benefits you is that it can help with weight loss, but I'm sure you already knew this. Exercise is crucial to supporting a fast metabolism and burning more calories per day. It also helps you maintain your muscle mass and weight loss. Another way in which exercise is beneficial to your health, it increases your energy levels. This is true even in people with persistent fatigue and those suffering from serious illnesses. And here is a bonus for you. Exercise can help with relaxation and sleep quality. Wait, didn't we just talk about sleep? One study found that 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous activity per week can provide up to a 65% improvement in sleep quality. Now I can go for that any day. Another study showed that 16 weeks of physical activity increased sleep quality and helped 17 people with insomnia sleep longer and more deeply than the control group. It also helped them feel more energized during the day. There are so many more other benefits to exercise that I know you've probably heard, but I just wanted to point out some of them in this podcast so you can hear it yet again. So, okay, all this stuff sounds really good. I've heard it before, but Julieta, you just don't understand. I don't have time. 
I have so many other things to think about. I have so many issues in my life. There are so many people who are depending on me. I'm so stressed. I'm always running around crazy trying to make ends meet. My friends, these are the very reasons why you need to reconnect with yourself and center in the idea that you will only be able to last so long on this kind of lifestyle without enough sleep and exercise. Let me tell you something. Sleep and exercise are not a luxury. They are both a need. I used to think that taking a nap in the middle of the day was for lazy people and those who didn't want much to do in life. Well, I was so wrong. Taking a nap energizes you, refreshes our brain, and helps you refocus. Now think about how much more your bad working self would be able to do if you just took a little nap and recharged. I also used to think that exercising and going to the gym was for those ripped people I always saw lifting weights, the already skinny girls who look like models even when they exercise, until I realized I have to stop thinking these things are for others and not me. Why not? I'm just as important and I need it just as much. Remember, nobody is better than you. Nobody is more important than you. Nobody deserves it more than you. You are you. You are unique and you have something special inside of you that the world is waiting for. So let's talk about some practical things we can do to help get more sleep and exercise in our daily routines. So what are four things we can do to help us sleep better? Please note this is not a one-size-fits-all situation or solution. However, do know that you have way more control over your sleep than you think. I'll show you how some simple routines will help your body learn a new way of getting rest and crave sleep due to the training and discipline you will give it. Are you ready? Number one, Set up a time to go to sleep and wake up every single day, even on the weekends, and stick to this routine for as long as you can. Pretty soon, you will see your body automatically shift into those times. Number two, control your exposure to light. What do I mean by this? Expose yourself to light early in the morning. Let as much natural light into your home or workspace as possible. At night, Avoid bright screens within one to two hours of your bedtime. The light from your mobile devices and TV are especially disruptive. When it's time to go to sleep, make sure the room is dark. Number three, exercise during the day. The more vigorously you exercise, the more powerful the sleep benefits. But even walking for just 10 minutes a day improves sleep quality. So keep that in mind. And number four, Practice meditation. Wind down and clear your head on a daily basis. With our busy lives, we barely give our brain a break and we keep it working 24-7. Stress, worry, and anger from your day-to-day can make it very difficult to sleep well if you don't get rid of it before trying to go to sleep. To learn more about meditation, make sure to go back to my episode 7 where I talk extensively about it. The more overstimulated your brain becomes during the day, the harder it is to slow it down and unwind it at night. During the day, many of us overstress our brains by constantly interrupting tasks to check our phones, our emails, or our social media. So if we don't tell our brain it's time to wind down, 
relax and leave all the worries for tomorrow, our brain automatically wants to keep going at the same pace. Yes, my friend, you can tell your brain what to do. You are the boss. Lastly about sleep, create some relaxing bedtime rituals to help you unwind before sleep. For example, I recommend read a book or magazine by a soft light. Take a warm bath. Listen to soft music. Do some easy stretches or dim the lights in the hours leading up to bed. All of these or a combination of these rituals will help you improve your sleep significantly. What about exercise? Here are some tips to get you to exercise and begin to move your body on a regular basis even when you seem to have no time in your schedule. Stand up to take phone calls instead of sitting down. Go for a walk at lunch. Take the stairs. Walk to the break room, water cooler, or restroom every 90 minutes or so. If you have time, use your lunch break to go to the gym. Commute by bike to work if this is a possibility for you. If you're really busy at work, then do some stretches and exercises at your desk. These are simple yet powerful things you can do to incorporate movement into your day. Begin to think of exercise as an investment in your life and not as a punishment. Believe me, lack of exercise will punish you at the end. Begin by scheduling 10 minutes of exercise in your calendar. Hey, I know you have 10 minutes to spare because I know you spend at least 20 minutes a day on social media. So what about using 10 of those minutes to get some moves in? Exercise when it's more convenient for you. In my case, I need to exercise in the morning or it is harder to get it in during the day. So knowing that, I schedule my time in the morning, but whatever time of day works best for you, take advantage of that and make it work. No time or money to go to the gym? There are plenty of free exercise videos online you can use and work out right in your home. Again, this can be for 10 minutes at a time or spend 30 minutes following a YouTube exercise video. One of my favorite apps I use when I have to leave earlier in the morning is a seven minute workout fitness app. With this app, I can get a complete workout in less than 10 minutes. You should try it. And like this, there are many other apps on your phone you can download and begin your exercise routine today. Get in touch with yourself. Remember that movement of your body is a good way to get your system going and to keep you alert. Just do it. Make the decision to reconnect with yourself. Getting to live the fulfilling life you want takes determination, focus, and persistence. Sleep and exercise are two of the things that will help you overall health and give you a clear mind about your life and your future. As you know, my hope for you is that you see the possibilities of what can be and that you realize that you can do it. You deserve it and you need it. Next week, I'll talk about step number three of reconnecting with yourself. Spending time alone. Scary, I know, but it can be done, I promise. Thanks for listening to the second part of Reconnecting with Yourself. Be blessed. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please write me a review and share my podcast link with your friends and family and on your social media outlets or by text. As a life and leadership coach, I work with women who are passionate about creating and living the fulfilling life they want by helping them realize their true value and personal power.
If you or anyone you know would like to know more, contact me for a free 30-minute coaching session at info at julietapiox.com. Find out if the tools I have can help you reach your goals. You can also find out more at www.julietapiox.com. Make the decision today to begin to live your best life now. Have a blessed day and I'll talk to you next week. Oh, 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 o